Hello, hello, hello. I know that you're all very upset that an episode did not come out on Friday, and some of you texted me to tell me such things. It's Saturday, and it's here. This is happening, and very exciting news. Danielle and I will be tweaking things come next episode. Gonna switch it up in 2020, as we promised. And without further ado, let's dive into Parks and Rec. I have a fun fact for you with this episode. The whoosh from our theme music is from this very episode. I think we mentioned this in this episode because we recorded it a while ago. We talk about this one a little bit different than the other episodes that we did. So we're already changing things, throwing you a wild card. Let's hit the theme music. Two girls. I'm Sina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Oh. Hello and welcome. That's a lot of blue. <laughs> we tested this out several times. Well, hold on, let's, let's restart. Ready? Hello and welcome back. Hello. Welcome back to Two Girls. You want to you say? No, Two Girls Watch TV. It has to be said fast. Okay, say it quick. Two Girls Watch TV. Like ripping off a band-aid. Yes. That's it. Or like getting waxed. You can't. Mm, nobody wants that done slowly. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's that's equivalent to... Was that a wax strip or was that a whiplash? I I feel like... Both? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I were to wax my mustache while getting um, into a fender bender, that would be the equivalent. You're waxing your mustache while getting into a fender bender? Hey, man. Who said I had a mustache? You did. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mustaches, great segue into yes! our show. Up top! Hell yeah! Yes! Best friend high five! No, we're gonna talk about parks and recreation. Da, 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 da. For those of you who do not know what parks and recreation is, uh, you're dumb. Shame on you. You're the dumb baby kids that we talk about. Shame on you. <laughs> like how how do you not know what parks and rec is? I you know but I don't know what's. Are worse. you my mother? Actually, my mom knows what parks Your and rec is. Your mom does. <laughs> I don't know what's worse though because I'll get I'll get people who say some nonsense and they'll say I don't know what parks and rec is or they'll say oh isn't that that copy of the office and I'm Ugh. like sit down, buckle up. Open your eyes. I mean, okay, how do I explain them? They're dumb children. No, I'm saying, like, The Office and Parks and Rec are in the same, like, lane, but they're not the same at all. Well, they both Two completely different things. They both have mockumentaries, right? They are mockumentaries, yeah, but Parks and Rec, the comedy in Parks and Rec is completely different than the comedy in The Office. But it didn't start, they started out similar, so, like, I could give it to somebody. They tried, well, okay, so Michael Shore, who did... Uh, the Office, he was a writer on The Office, if I'm not mistaken. He was one of the writers on The Office. Okay. He was the creator of Parks and Rec. Michael Shore is uh, Cousin Moe's from The Office. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the creator of Parks and Rec, so I think in order to sell it to NBC, because they were on the, at the same time, he had to make it like a like a, a cousin like a cousin piece to it, like a sister piece, so that they could be on at the same time, like seven o'clock, seven no not seven, that's uh that's Jeopardy. Like an eight o'clock, nine uh, o'clock yes, thing. Yes. You know you know where I'm trying to go with back this. Back to back. Exactly. 
so uh, they had to, the first season, that's why the first season is, like, not the best for but Parks the, and Rec. The same thing with The Office, too, but I know that this yeah. is, is going to be like when we talked about Wine Country way back when and compared it to Bridesmaids, and now I'm going to compare. I'm going to do my best to not compare. Parks and Rec to The Office? Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. And you might even throw you might even throw 30 Rock in there, too. They're all kind of in the same family. Yeah, I would say those three are in the same family. I agree. But today... We're going to focus on Parks and Rec. Yes. We love The Office, we love 30 Rock, but today it's Parks and Rec Day. Today is... I would honestly argue that I like Parks and Rec... Rock. Parks and Rock. <laughs> Parks and Rec the best out of the three. Oh, I don't know. Those are fighting words. I know. It's, it's a strong preference, but... I can watch Parks and Rec over and over and over again. I know people can do that with The Office and with 30 Rock. More so The Office, but Parks and Rec is my jam. I can watch I can watch them over and again for different reasons. Yeah. I watch sorry, my ring keeps hitting my mug because I'm naturally drinking coffee because we're recording and of it's coffee time. All the time. All the time. Coffee Every, time, all the time. This is why I shake so much. If you ever meet me, uh, I will always have a shaky hand. This is, but you do that with tea too. I know. I'm just very sensitive to caffeine. Oh, you're so sensitive. I am to caffeine at least. Um, but uh, we. Mm, Sorry, I short circuited. Um, no, no, no. We were talking about. Uh, I said Parks and Rec. We. Oh, I could watch Parks and Rec over and over again because the humor in each episode is timeless. Yeah, but. The side stories and character arcs from The Office are so much more dramatic. And it tug, tug, tugs? Tugs. At my heartstrings? Not tongues at your heartstrings. I don't know why. I <laughs> you don't want anything to tongue at your heartstrings. Oh, oh, Gross. No, no, I don't like it. Make it stop. <laughs> but it does tug at your heartstrings. And I can't. I can't sit there and watch Jim and Pam fall in love over and over again because I'm just like, this is not real life. But what about Andy and April getting married, like, on a whim? Yeah, but look at their characters. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, their characters are whimsical. I feel like, yeah, not whimsical. It's, they're, like, close to reality, but they're a little too, like, more far-fetched. Like, yes. Parks and Rec has a, okay. To compare Parks and Rec to The Office, The Office does have a lot of out-there storylines. But, like, yes. Parks and Rec really does kind of, like, go out there. They do. They, yeah. they challenge the out-there. Exactly. There is no character anywhere on television like Ron Swanson. And, man, is he my favorite. I mean, he's everyone's favorite. He is my favorite. Yo, I so mean, much. you could also say that about... Okay, now I'm just arguing with myself. Damn my Libra moon. I always just argue with myself. I'm like, well, you could say that about Michael Scott. There's no one out there that's really like Michael Scott. But they're, like... Leslie Nope is similar to Michael Scott. And they tried to... Uh, di different. Different, though. No, I know. But, like... You could tell that, like, if they were, if you're paralleling the shows, you could parallel Leslie Nope and Michael Scott. Maybe not in the organizational sense, but in the out there boss sense. And you could okay. parallel Jim Halpert with Mark Brandanaquitz. I don't know why you, even before this, you were so, like, adamant about bringing up Mark Brandanowitz. He's just, like, the little blip. Like, he was the per the character in the first couple episodes that, like, Michael Shore needed to sell that to be, like, the Jim Halpert, but then, like... He chose to leave the show. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He well, chose to whatever. leave the show, and he was like, this isn't going anywhere, and then it went on for how many seasons? Good riddance. Because Brandanaquitz. 
Mark Brandanowitz had to leave in order to get Ben Wyatt and Chris Traeger, who are two of the best characters. Oh yeah, ever. Ben Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt, and I also Chris Traeger is hysterical. He yes, literally uses <laughs> the word literally too many times. Anytime I get to see Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe is like, whew. oh, it's also whew. it's also not literally, it's literally, literally, no, literally is how he says it. Is it drives me nuts? Drives me nuts. No, uh, no. Oh man. Well, Rob Lowe, how does someone just not age and stays that beautiful? Timeless, oh. timeless man. Uh, the one episode where it's um. Hold on, hold I'm on, here, it's going to come here. to me. It's Ben Wyatt's birthday, and he has an early 90s-themed birthday party at the roller skating rink, but uh, Leslie is on city council, so she has to, what is the word in Senate where they waste time? And filibuster! It, thank you, the filibuster episode. Anyway, the filibuster episode that's in the later seasons, but... Uh, Chris Traeger, a.k.a. Rob Lowe, is wearing a pair of acid wash jeans, and whoa there. Whoa there does he look amazing in them. Oh my god. 80s dream. 80s dream. <laughs> He's an 80s dream boat. Anyways, so this is very so silly. I Let's talk about some of our favorite things from maybe the beginning-ish time. What are some of our favorite episodes? Okay, so... Hands down, my favorite when I was watching this because the first season is it's a little rough. It's a little rough around the edges. It's a rough, yeah. Got to push. Got to push through it. Right? I agree. I honestly, when I'm rewatching it, I skip the whole first episode, first season. And I, but see, I can't because I have to remember how difficult it was. <laughs> For me, that's important. But season two, episode one is. The greatest. Well, first of all, it is the greatest introduction to any season opening ever. I've made this argument several times to several it groups is, of people. Like, my friends and I talk about it. It is the best, best, like, hot, cold open. And, like, but every single piece of it, right? So, Ron walks in and he's like, here's the situation. And then Leslie Nope goes into... Breaks out into parents just don't understand. Parents just don't understand, right? And then... She just is so great with her. <laughs> she's smiling with herself, bopping along, knowing all of the lyrics. She's making coffee while doing it. Taking, like, the pauses and all the right And, spots. like, Donna is in the background, like, jamming out to her. They're all, like, encouraging her, but then she's like, okay, what's the issue? And he's like, um... There's a person on fire in like whatever in park. Ra in Ramsey Park. In Ramsey Park, and she's like, oh god, and she just and off. he just let her rap the entire song of parents just don't understand while someone is on fire in Ramsey Park. Yeah, oh excellent my. cold open. One of my favorites, hands down, best television. Yeah, no, it was. It takes the cake. It was arguably. I'd like to do an episode of like the best cold opens. That would be a really fun show, man. <laughs> The best sitcom closed opens. Closed opens? Closed opens. Cold, cold, cold opens. What did I say? Closed opens. Oh, no, I didn't A mean... A cold open. That's what I meant. Okay. Why I, knew, I knew what you meant. Why did I say close? I don't know. I want them to be close to me. I don't know. I don't know why I said it. Cold uh, opens. Cold the, open. The, best cold opens. Yeah, best. Because you were looking at me like, why is this a thing? It's okay. It happens to me literally all the time. It, I'm, li li literally, literally all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> I'm turning into my mother, where my mother says the wrong thing all the time. What I say. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then her argument is, you know what I was talking about, and I can't become that. I mean, it's eventual. We're all going to become our mothers. I'm going to try my best. 
to only do it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> just a teensy bit. Just a little bit. Okay. So your turn. You okay. do one. Well, okay. Before, um, so I was thinking about season two, episode one as well, but I want to go into more of that episode because that episode is called Pawnee Zoo and that's where Leslie Nope uh, marries the penguins. Marries the two penguins, didn't realize they were two male penguins. And then we get Marsha Langman who like appears throughout the episode who is like a very strict person who like does not approve of the gay marriage. Right. But the gays in the town are all on board for it, so they go to the bulge and that's when they dance to Lady Gaga's pa 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 poker face, pa pa poker oh, face. And she's a mess she's like <laughs> behind the thing. Anytime they drink alcohol heavily in the show, it's I am great. on board. I wanna drink alcohol heavily so I can be like this show. Oh, that's why you want to drink alcohol. That's the only reason. <laughs> that's it. That's the only reason. So I want to talk about. So that's the season two open. Yeah. This the season two finale is the Freddy Spaghetti episode. Oh. Yeah, I brought up Freddy Spaghetti. Wow, I forgot about Freddy Spaghetti. That is the government shutdown. So in season two, that's when Ben White and Chris Traeger come. Yeah, so this is like bad guy Ben at first. Bad guy Ben. We don't like Ben at, in the beginning. No. You have the good cop, bad cop. Yeah. That's how they go in and gut government. Wait, and it's so funny because Chris Traeger will come in and he'll be like, the good news is everybody has oxygen. And the bad news is, bye. And then Ben... <laughs> and then Ben has to do it. What about... Was, uh, was this... Okay, I should have done a little more research on this. That's Was okay. this the one where they're in a meeting about, like, government cuts and Ron Swanson is there and they want to fire Leslie Nope? And Chris Traeger's, and, like, Ben's explaining it all, and Chris Traeger's like, okay, why don't we start a massage train? Ron, I'll do you. And they all start massaging one another. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, on a mission to make everybody happy, but, like, entirely too much. Ben, is there anything we can do? No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Anyway, so the Freddy Speedy episode, that it's like the summer start of the jamboree, whatever, and uh, they have Freddy Spaghetti coming in. And I, the first time I ever watched this episode, this holds a special place in my heart because the first time I ever watched it, I remember being in my bed in college, mm -hmm. watching this episode, Ron Swanson running to come, like, warn them that, like, Ben and Chris are coming to shut down the concert that they're, that Leslie is throwing on, like, behind their backs. And Ron is running in a wet grass field, and he makes this turn, and he slides, and he falls, and completely wipes out. <laughs> and I had to rewind it. I had to pause the thing and just die by myself in my, like, mm. apartment. I was so, oh my, so funny. So funny. Slapstick comedy, man. Well, so that's, yeah, I, I do feel like Parks and Rec has a little bit of slapstick comedy, but also the awkward humor. I think oh, yeah. that's what makes it unique. Yeah. For sure. Man, I didn't know we were going to go that far ahead. I kind of wanted to talk about the Halloween episode, which is season two, episode seven. Oh, sorry. With Pachitis. Oh, yes. The Greg Pachitis Greg Pachitis, where he TPs the um, office department. And I, so I watched this, right? And I saw like the end where she's like, how did he even get in? And I didn't see it in the beginning. And I feel this is important to say because my boyfriend tells me constantly that I walk around with my eyes closed, which is like a very silly thought, right? That's not very nice of Dave. It's not. He's not nice sometimes, but like that's the thing that happens, right? He's like, hey, open your eyes and you'll see things. And it's like, oh, okay. That's the concept, right? Yeah. So, but sometimes he's right because I had to rewind it. 
And I watched it and I saw his stupid little janitor costume in the actual shot. I thought it was like a thing that they weren't showing us and then they showed it all, they revealed it all at the uh, end. No, but you, they, they you kept do it see him. throughout the thing. Yeah, you do see him. Like, like not necessarily like at the end where he's like in her pocketbook. Yeah. But you see his character like there. In the background. Yeah, I never saw it. I yeah. never, yeah. Well. Walking around my eyes closed, man. That's okay. Sometimes we don't pick up on things, but that they want you to. They want that to happen. I yeah. So I rewinded it, and I was like, "Oh, I found it! I found him! He's there!" It is. It, it is a great episode, and I like. So we're gonna, if you don't mind, flash forward to when they like have the intern. Do Wait, you know? in, in the same episode? No, no, no. This is like later on in the the series. Okay, so oh, oh sorry, sorry. That's no, okay. Um, that's also the beginning of Burt Macklin. Burke Matlin, FBI. Yeah. See, it's very similar. Smash it. Wait, when he walks in to Greg Pekitis, he walks in and he just throws this coffee cup and it, like, explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say that, um, oh my god, what's his name? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is hysterical. Oh, so funny. And I'm a little disappointed that Chris Pratt became who Chris Pratt is now because I love Chris Pratt, like Andy Andy Dwyer Chris Pratt. Like, that is ideal Chris Pratt. Now he's like movie star, like married to Katherine Schwarzenegger, like hot boy Chris Pratt. Jim. But I want cuddly. Jim. John Krasinski did the same thing. I know, he did. He did. He got buff. I don't like buff. I don't like buff John Krasinski, and I don't like buff Chris Pratt. You are a fan of the dad bod, huh? I I like him cuddly, and I like him I, relatable. I like him cuddly and relatable. <laughs> In case you need a Tinder profile, there you go. That's Cut- it. <laughs> that, that. I like him cuddly and lovable. It is cuffing season, so oh, <laughs> that my, should be your <laughs> Tinder profile. My heaven, your Bumble profile. Um. <laughs> Oh, so can I flash forward? Yeah, in the you series? can. I so just... flash forward in the series where Leslie has an intern who she wants to like keep in the government, and she like works for Ron Swanson and blah 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 all this crap. And then Leslie loves her so much, and then she finds out that she's dating an older Greg Pakites. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? No. It's later, later, later on, and uh, Pakites makes like a. You, like, you don't even hear about it. Like, it's Ron Swanson and Leslie going back-to-back over this one girl who they love where, like, Ron wants her to actually have a paying job and Leslie wants her to intern with the government. And then she comes in and she's like, oh, Leslie, I want you to meet my boyfriend. And it's Greg Pakaitis. And you see Amy Poehler's face just go, like, like oh. get this stink face. Like, Pakaitis! She's always yelling at this kid. I mean, he deserves it. Oh, gosh. He definitely deserves it. But yes, Burt Macklin, great character. Oh. Argue that he's a little bit similar to Michael Scarn, but completely different. I would love to see an oh. action movie with Michael Scarn and Burt Macklin. In a world <laughs> where two worlds collide. Oh, my. That would be amazing. I feel like, you know, they make movies about stupid stuff all the time, so... I'd watch it. I would watch it. I'd watch it 100%. Yeah. It's got to be better than this movie about this app, which I'm not going to watch. What movie? So we're not going to review it. I don't know. There's an app that tells you how much time you have left to live. That's a movie? I think so. People are just like throwing sh- stuff. Let's figure it out. What's the app movie that tells you how long you have to live? Google. Tell us. 
upcoming horror film countdown, countdown. inspires uh, a real app. Wonderful. No, I don't like this. Get out of this part of the internet. And Why are we here? This is the dark web. We're no, talking it's about it's Parks and Rec. I know, but I'm just saying, how did we get here again? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. We. Can, the only thing that I'll do is make fun of the trailer. We should, yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. I mean, at this point, movie production companies are just throwing anything at a wall and hoping something sticks. That's like, so my grandmother, I know that I'm the only person that ever uses this analogy, but... You know, like, you would say, like, throw darts at a wall or, like, see what sticks? Yeah. The saying that we use in this household is, they're just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I don't know if you've ever cooked spaghetti. Yeah. So, like, my grandmother used to... I well, thought, she saying spaghetti because there's another word that you can use, but I've been outlawed to, no, sh- to curse on this part podcast. No, legitimately. Not by me. This was your idea to not curse. It was my idea? Yeah. No, it was your idea. Mm-hmm. You're the one who told me I curse a lot. I told you you curse a lot because it was surprising that you curse more than I do, and you were the one who said, don't curse. When did I say that? When we first started this podcast. I didn't say... You didn't say it on the air. I didn't say spaghetti, all right? It's, <laughs> so the saying is spaghetti, Danielle, because when you cook spaghetti... You're supposed to throw it at the wall? My grandmother would just take a handful in a boiling pot like a savage and throw it at the wall. I thought the woman lost her mind. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that was it? Not her feeding you raw meat? Let's, I bet we have listeners out there who have eaten raw meat before and okay. enjoy. Please, please message us if you've ever. A very rare hamburger. You can find us on Instagram, Two Girls Watch TV. Please message me that you have eaten raw meat. I would venture to say there's another human being out there other than my mother. But she would Anyways. throw spaghetti at the wall and when spaghetti sticks to the wall, yeah. it's like al dente. Uh, so if you wa- if you want it a little softer, you know, like only a few more minutes. But it doesn't work with any other macaroni because I was cooking penne once, like years later, and oh I threw penne God. at the wall. And it was like, ha, ha, ha. There's the the hole in it, so it just like bounced right off the wall, and I was like, you that's think? Not, you that, think? That's not what's supposed to happen. How does the linguine work? What about some angel hair pasta? You could, yeah, all the like spaghetti. All the spaghetti. All the, the spaghetti. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we just talked about pachytis. Can I talk Your about turn. my absolute, at, like, hands down favorite episode go of for it. Parks and Rec? It's called The Fight, and it is when they go, it's, uh, Tom buys into the Snake Hole Lounge, Snake Juice, they all get drunk on Snake Juice, and read a... a uh, Retta Donna says it's basically rat poisoning and then they all get drunk and it is the funny like that clip of all of them just after one another and what they are like when they're drunk is the <laughs> funniest thing out of okay so we just watched that episode as a reminder mm-hmm. Wh- who is your favorite drunk person Ron Swanson <laughs> I just told Christina that I discovered this back in, like, 2013. There is a website called Drunk Ron Dancing. It is Ron Swanson dancing on a loop to Flo Rida. <laughs> I like Ben Wyatt. I like him just going, Baba Booey. <laughs> and then laughing at himself about it. I need to, new theory, my boyfriend is Ben Wyatt. Okay, I can get behind it. Yeah. Well, so I wanted to mention this before. Anytime Ben Wyatt is unemployed, is also, like, one of my favorite scenes. Oh, when he created the animated, uh... The claymation? (laughs) First of all, Ben Wyatt always wears a Letters to Cleo shirt. 
Do you know who Letters to Cleo is? I don't think so. Um, do you ever see 10 Things I Hate About You? Yes. You know, I want you to want me. Yes. The that the band that appears throughout that whole movie, that's Letters to Cleo. Oh. And the Letters to Cleo actually comes on in the, like, the Unity concert episodes later on. Okay. And you see Ben Wyatt wearing that Letters to Cleo shirt again. He's a man of the classics, what can I say? So, um... Claymation, and then also when he creates Cones of Dunshire. I love when he creates Cones of Dunshire. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like the monopoly on acid, right? It's, it's kind of like Dungeons, Dungeons and, Dragons. and Dragons, but it's it's more complicated than that. Yeah. And I love when uh, later on where they're trying to like get the Grizzle people to come in, and uh, they he like... Uh, Ben Wyatt plays them in Cones of Dunshire because they've made it a huge thing. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Sorry. It's okay. I get very passionate about Parks and Rec. I really liked Louis C.K.'s character in this show. Yeah, I feel like I always forget about him. I But I thought, like, because he's his comedy's not like that. I don't think he really acted like this on his show, Louis. Um, I never watched Louis. Regardless, his character was very funny. I, it was, like, the perfect amount of awkward. Okay. Yeah. You know? And, like, when he does his stand-up, I, I, so I don't know if, like, maybe one is him and one is not him, or if, like, he has a stand-up character and then he also has, like, this character. I don't know. Yeah. But it was really interesting to see him just, like, very much, like, this is, like, very, like, like simpleton kind of. Yeah. And it was very fun. I forget. Oh, I think it was the Bukaitis episode. Yeah, because he was, he was the cop who was helping them. He was dating her around that time, and she tells Andy to do whatever, to get him at whatever means necessary. And he's like, not whatever means. She's like, all right, get him and punish him. And he's like, no, don't punish him. <laughs> and she's like, all right, do whatever you need to do. And he's like, don't do whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah. He, but like awkwardly behind her, just saying like, no. Um, I, I mean, I thought they were okay, but her, when she like gets together with Ben Wyatt, that's when. Oh yeah. They're meant for each other. No, I know. And I love when Louis C.K. comes back. And, like, yeah. tries to win her back, but Ben Wyatt is afraid of police. <laughs> terrified. Wait, I was just watching that episode where they have the um, the gathering, and they're trying to get the police for Harvest Fest. For the Harvest Fest. And Ben Fest, Wyatt's yeah. like, hey, bro. And she's like, what are you doing? And he was like, have a calzone. And he's, she's like, take a walk. Take a walk. Um, what about when Ben works on the congressional campaign down in D.C.? And they all don't like him, so he tries to be cool. He's like, elbow, el Reno, grab a slice of za, brah. Like, oh, cracks me up. <sighs> oh, God. W were we just watching the episode together with the throne? Game of Thrones, yeah, when Leslie gets him the... With the imitation. I'm not going to make the surprise face that she always <laughs> I always do, and then he does. They're good together. They're good. Also... Well, Okay, so if we want to talk about that, let's talk about the Treat Yourself episode. Yes. I mean, Treat Yourself is iconic. It's still, like... It's a piece of pop culture now. We talk about it constantly. We always say, treat yourself. But you can go to, like, stores and buy things treat that yourself. say... Treat Mimosas. Yeah. No, I mean... You can yeah. go to brunch and say, treat yourself. You could buy, like, a makeup bag that says, treat yourself. Yeah. Like, it's it's become... It's a slogan. Yeah, it's become our pop culture, which and is very cool. And it's because of Parks Rec. Yeah. Rec. Like, that's what she said from the... I'm sorry, I'm comparing. It's bound to happen. I know. Uh, yes, I think that Treat Yourself, great episode. Uh, Donna and Tom, that's when Tom is in Entertainment 720. Oh my god. 
What a mess. Jello shot. What a mess. When Ben comes in and he's like, hey, so your company like tanked yesterday. He goes over all the numbers and they're like, so what does this mean? I'm shutting this down and he hits the party button. <laughs> anyway, so that's a different episode. But uh, treat yourself. Uh, Donna and Tom spend a day treating themselves to whatever they want. And they pick, they like drag Ben along. I was going to say, because this happens a few times. But this is treat yourself 2011. Yeah. Literally eight years old. Wow. Yeah, we're old. Well, we're not that old. I feel old thinking about that. You can. You can. That's fine. But he gets the... He's trying to figure out what to get, and he gets the Batman costume. Well, so they're doing everything that Don... Don and Tama. Uh, Tom, <laughs> Tom and Donna want to do, which is, like, acupuncture, and Ben hates it, and he's not relaxing. Not at all. And he, when they go shopping, Ben buys, like, white socks... And then they like, <laughs> they're like, you know what? Ben needs to splurge on things that Ben wants to splurge on, and he buys a Batman suit. <laughs> and then the end is Andy and April because Ben is living with Andy and April at the oh, time. Yeah. They need someone to fix the internet, and he comes out in the Batman <laughs> suit to fix the internet. Fantastic! Absolutely fantastic. Although I don't think Dave owns a Batman suit yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. Treat yourself 2020. It's yeah. happening. Well, you know what to get him for Christmas. Now. Oh man, I think he'd kill me. What's next? I want what other episodes you want to talk about? I mean, I wanted to do an overall poor Jerry. I because mean, yeah. I, I feel like everybody either hates Jerry or feels sorry for him. Most of the time, I feel sorry for him. Okay, I want to ask you this question: Out of the characters, if you had to associate yourself with characters on Parks and Rec. Who do you think you would be? And you can do as many characters as you want. Like, I know for me, like, I am partially Jerry, but I also think that I'm, like, a little bit of Anne and also a little bit of Chris Traeger. See, but I was gonna... Yeah. You can understand. Like, you can see that. Like, you know me. But I was gonna say Anne and Ron. I'm Ron? I think in my old age I've become more Ron. Yeah. I think... Anne, Chris, and Ron. No, I have to say I'm a little bit of Leslie because Wait, you're saying you're Ron or I'm Ron? I'm Ron. Okay. Am I Ron? No. I don't know. Well, you've started to work in the city. The city has turned you cold. That's fine. Yeah, but but Ron Swanson would hate the city. He would hate the city. He would never do it. Yeah. So, no. No, I think I'm Jerry, Anne, and Chris Traeger. But I can see you... See, I think you're... I think you're more Leslie. I have to be a little bit of Leslie. You are 100% Leslie. Not full Leslie, but you are definitely Leslie. Because... This is because of my planner. It's your planner. It's the way you operate. You need to spread yourself incredibly thin to be satisfied. You're Leslie. That's true. But I think... You could also be... You know that even with all the things that I do, I still feel like I don't do anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's a Leslie trait. I had this thought this morning. I was like, I don't do anything for myself. And I'm like, oh, I run a blog and I have a podcast with Danielle. And occasionally I'm like, yeah, but I'm not doing enough of the other things. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. These are... It's fine. I know. You want to do 20 million things. Self-hate. Self-hate. This is... It's fine. It happens. So, I'm sorry. You said that you're Leslie and who else? Ron? Yeah, but I don't... I don't know. I think maybe more of like... Andy Dwyer? No. (laughs) No. You could be a little Andy. I'm not Andy. You just said that you didn't... Sometimes you walk around with your eyes closed. No. Dave said that. (laughs) I didn't say that. No, I'd say Anne. Anne? Yeah. And... 
Little Sebastian. Bye, bye, <laughs> little Sebastian. I love that Ben doesn't get why everyone is obsessed with oh, little Sebastian. And Ron is legitimately pissed. <laughs> when he's smiling and like waving at the horse. What is more sentimental than a thousand candles in the wind? Ten thousand candles in the wind. Ugh. <laughs> I know we've been talking a lot about Ben, but I think that Andy needs some recognition. Because, oh, yes. first of all, we've talked about Chris Pratt, but Chris Pratt, like, his improvised lines on that show... Yeah, I didn't realize how many. So many. I love watching the bloopers of Parks and Rec. My favorite improvised line that Chris uh, Pratt, a.k.a. Andy Dwyer, Dwyer, ever said was, Leslie, I looked up your symptoms into this uh, search bar, and it looks like you have network connectivity problems. I, I remember that. Oh my Hilarious. god. Hilarious. So funny. I wanna, when we're done with this, I can't wait till we finish this, because I want to watch them now. Oh, the bloopers? Yes. Please, before you go. Okay, okay. sounds good. Um, did you have any... Let's see. I I mean we I think we're we're taking this more like we were doing like story time turns and we were doing episodes and it turned into characters. It's it's all over the board. We're all over the map today. Oh, I'm also gonna say that when my we so we had Parks and Rec on before we started. We were like planning, and my mom walks in and April Ludgate is on camera, and my mom was like, he, she he, she hears April speak words. Yeah, and then she turns to us and she's like. She's like the walking dead. <laughs> she did say that. Which April probably would say, thank you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Do you remember the episode where it's Chris Traeger versus Ron Swanson where they're trying to make a better burger? And they... Oh, no. Ron Swanson and April go to food and stuff. And it's, April picks up a dead bird and she's like, Ron, can I get this? He's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, yes. <laughs> Wait, and then isn't that the same episode where he has the portobello mushrooms on the grill? No, that's something different. That's, that's when they that's when they are going to Indianapolis and Ron was going to Mulligan Steakhouse and you know he how he takes a picture every time he goes to Mulligan Steakhouse and he has the bib. Yes. And then they close it down and that's when he's pissed and he is starving, so Chris makes him portobello mushrooms and he was upset about that. So that's when he goes yeah. to the diner and the classic line I'll have all the bacon and eggs yes. you, ha- you have. Excuse me. I think you may have misheard me as I want a lot of bacon and eggs. No. Uh, give me all of the bacon and eggs you, you have. have. <laughs> the one where Chris Traeger's character, well, Chris Traeger, brings cake and it's like this vegetable thing. That's, um, that's Andy and April's wedding. That's a surprise wedding. Oh, right. So he brings the thing and then Ron starts to get upset and he's like, so not only did you not bring cake... Oh, so not only is this real, you didn't bring cake, and Leslie's like, take a walk, take a walk, Ron. You deprived people of cake. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> yes, that is a great one. Also, so hold on, I forgot to mention getting back to Andy Dwyer. Yes, Burt Macklin. So when he's the shoe shine, yes. remember when he has the shoe shine, and he is on roller skates. There is one scene. <laughs> Where he is on roller skates, and it's like the end of a scene, and he's holding on to something, and he's going, ah, 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 and like skating really fast, like he's about to fall down, and then he just looks in the camera and goes like, ha, I never fall down, and then he falls down. <laughs> Classic. Oh my god. Classic. It just gets me. It just gets me. Well, he just does some stupid stuff all the time. Like, towards the end, I was telling you, when they're all trying to move to, Leslie's trying to get everybody to move to Chicago, I think, and he yeah. tells Andy, she's like, 
but they have pizza. And he's like, oh, we have to go. And April's like, babe, there's pizza here. We don't have to go. And he's like, oh, thanks, babe. You're so good at reminding me where pizza is. And I was like, what is this? This is hilarious. Oh, my God. Like, stupid lines like that just get me. Oh, yeah. I'm a sucker for lines that, like, no, everybody else is like, uh? And I'm on the floor. Oh, yeah. On the floor. I think that's one of the reasons why Parks and Rec is so good. They have so many just like those little lines where you're just like, whew, that's good. That's a good one. That got me. That hit my funny bone. That's it. That's it. And they're not always the ones that you expect to be the kicker. What is the episode where Andy is Burt Macklin and... All he, of them. He's trying <laughs> to... F- what are... They're in a... They're in an RV and they're trying to figure out something Someone got pie. Someone threw pie at someone. So he had a cream pie and he's just slowly smushing it into Jerry's face. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry is probably one of the funniest characters. Like, Jerry's not funny, but, like, he is funny because they just beat up on him all the time. But he has, like, who's his wife? Who plays his wife? I forget. Christy Brinkley. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. She's married to Billy Joel. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. They have beautiful daughters. Millicent... Millicent? Millicent Gurditch? Sure. Also, you find out Jerry's real name is Gary. And they mess it up, and that's why they call him Jerry. I still feel bad for him. We all do. What if, when he has a fart attack? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. When he falls into the creek trying to get, uh, what is it, his, uh, his breakfast burrito, and he tells everyone that he got mugged. Yes. <clears throat> and then you find animal control for the first time. I'll continue to say poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. I mean, we hit a lot. We hit we hit the high notes of Parks and Rec. I feel like we what hit- do you... Th- okay, here's, here's controversial subject. Oh. How do you feel about the ending of Parks and Rec? Where it went? Where they flash forward and... What did you think of that last season? Well, from what my understanding is, this show got canceled. It didn't finish. Is that... I believe... No, they had a full, like, end of the season where they, like, said goodbye and everything. No, I know, but I think it's because the show was going to not get renewed after that season. Well, I mean, I feel like it had run its course at that point. They didn't really have anywhere to go with it. You could say the same thing about The Office, but then they pulled, like, a million tricks out of their sleeves. So I don't yeah. know. I, I heard that it was canceled, right? So... If that is the logic in my brain, I'm thinking that this was canceled, I thought they did a hell of a job of explaining everything and getting through that last season knowing they only had one season left. That's true. I I know the last season was hard. Like, it was kind of, it wasn't my favorite season the last season, but I liked when they locked Leslie and Ron in the room and they went through, like, all (laughs) of the the old times and they found all the old stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they had, the, <laughs> they found this, the mix CD, and Jerry requested a weed and start the fire on there. <laughs> and that's how she gets Ron to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I, I also think that the character arcs came and went very nicely. Yeah, yeah. They flash forward and everything. I liked it. I liked the whole show. Like I said, it was just the first season that I had to push through. Yeah, I don't rewatch the first season. I started season two because it's such a great open. Well, you're not a true champion. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, yeah. do you only have three legs? You're excused. And have you peed on Ron Swanson? <laughs> Get on your feet. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's when they get to like, like just stupid, stupid, so stupid. The carpet runs out and they're all just like, 
<laughs> like, do? they look down, like, what do now? <laughs> and they have to tiptoe. That's another one where Andy's like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. Do you like Jeremy Jam as a character? Let's talk about, like, side characters. That's a good thing to discuss. Do you like Jeremy Jam as a character? Nick thinks he's hysterical. I don't know why. I mean... I thought he added nicely to the... One... Th- I, honestly, Jeremy Jeremy Jam is my favorite, but the one episode where they go over Jeremy's house and Leslie... I forget, Leslie's trying to get something from him and get him on, like, her side. So she's trying to butter him up and they're doing karaoke and they're doing summer lovin' and Jeremy's like, no, I'm Sandra D. My pitch is definitely for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Leslie has to sing Danny Zuko's part. That cracks me up. I mean, if we're going to talk about side characters, then the hands down, the greatest ones are the Tammies. Oh, the Tammies are fantastic. Well, Megan Mullally is actually married like, to uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah, I almost said Ron Swanson. I almost did too, but then I remembered his name is Nick Offerman. They're married in real life, and Tammy to the second episode where they like get married and like yeah. Ron Swanson's no, mustache can't. rubs off. Nope. You shaved your mustache wrong. <laughs> it rubbed off no. from friction. No. Oh god, cracks no. me up. I get chills. That him in the kimono I'm in not the, the good kind. in the cornrows running through Bed Bath and Beyond registering for everything because they just got married is the funniest thing. I feel like as they wrote this episode, like they either <laughs> thought about this when they were in college or one of them was in a fraternity and that like happened in real life really? I, I, I that i just imagine this like being a real life thing like this this someone this, ran through this was a real person and they wanted to put that person maybe they didn't need to be in college maybe they were just in a bed bath and beyond and saw two people running around like that for the sake of our humanity i hope it was somebody who was heavily intoxicated in a fraternity and not not casually walking around a bed bath and beyond who knows um, well, if we're talking about side characters, the ultimate, ultimate side character. Better than the Tammies? jean Ralphio. Oh. Oh my god. He annoyed me. Because technically I'm homeless. <laughs> I had a friend, I still have a friend, um, in grad school, and he used to just sing things. Yeah. And it was like this. Yeah. And it made me, it would be like... We're all about to have a breakdown. And I was like, I am. And I want to cry. But also, I'm smiling because that was nice. <laughs> I, I sing things from time to time. But I love Jean Ralphio. Jean Ralphio, dance up on me. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and his sister. Uh, Mona. Mona? No. No. Um, yeah, it's Mona Lisa Happerstein. Saperstein, sorry. And the Fonz is their dad. Yes. Yep. That's hey. Unfortunate. Um, Jean Ralphio, when, uh, oh, when they say money, please, money, please, I still do that. It makes me so, mm, why? I don't know. It like, just like, you just don't like that. It sets a nerve off in my brain and I'm like, I need to hit things. What about when Jean, (laughs) okay, the one episode, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Andy and April's wedding where Jean Ralphio comes up, he's like, oh. 
swan song. He's like, ooh, they have shrimp, and he tries to grab Ron Swanson shrimp, and Ron Swanson grabs yes. his hand and just goes, rethink that move, son. I do like that, because Ron had a nice, like, I don't know, balance between both yeah. characters. I like how he, yeah, no, I like that. And just the whole entertainment 720. Oh my god, what a mess. Death left shrimp. I'm gonna keep saying what a mess every time that comes up. Oh, it was great. It was a mess. But then, like, Tom turned around, he got Tom's bistro. He did. Yeah. And because he's not hanging out. Also, Wait, is he hanging out with John Raphael at the end? I forget. He is, yeah, but they're... Well, no, the, before the bistro was uh, Rent-A-Swag. Yes. Remember Rent-A-Swag? Yeah. And then that, okay. If we also want to talk about characters, I really like Craig as a character. You remember when um, Eagleton and Pawnee joins, and they take, like, on Eagleton's Parks and Rec team, and you get Craig... Yeah. Who just yells and is hysterical. Mm-hmm. I need to go lay down for half, 30 minutes. No, a full hour. Oh, it's what's his name? Isn't it? Um, Billy Eichmann. Yeah, Billy Eichmann. Timon. He, he yells at everything. He does. It's his character. It's yeah. like his, like, um, what do they call it when you have a character? Forget it. I don't know. It's called That's his calling card? Let's go with that. I okay. can't remember what I was going to say. That's the word we're going to use his, for it. His, like, oh, it's going to bother me. What is it called? You didn't have enough coffee, did you? I don't think so. <laughs> it's a trademark? Maybe, like, trademark? Yeah, trademark. Let's trademark. go with trademark. There you go. That works. We figured it out. <laughs> we figured it out. We brainstormed. Yeah. Speaking of singing things. Um, Let's sing our way out. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Yes. Okay. Uh, Turd happily, more like turd craply. Um, so if you watch Scandal, Purd is actually on Scandal as like a newscaster, as like a serious one though. And you oh. watch it and you're like, that's Purd happily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Scandal, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I'm sure someone will have great pleasure in correcting us. Yes, please, let's, if I'm wrong, let me know. Call me out. I'm sure I they will. No, Call me out all you want. I'm ready for it. Are we calling ourselves out? Yeah, you can call us. <laughs> we like to call each other out sometimes. Sometimes you need someone to call you out. Sometimes you do. If you want to call us out, you can follow us um, at Class Sixteena on Instagram. Or at, no, we're not going to have them. Why not? No. I'm doing all the things. At Class Sixteena at, what is it, Decobes? No, Danielle Kobianki. At Danielle Kobianki. Good luck spelling that. <laughs> if you want to reach the podcast as a whole, it's at Two Girls Watch TV Pod. Catch us on the gram. Yes. And that's it. We're closing this out. We're closing out. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Go watch some Parks and Rec. Do it.